Hunter McGoy, joined once again by the hardest working man in all of podcasting, Mr. Adam Howe. Adam, how are you doing today? <laughs> I'm doing good, buddy. How are you? Not too bad. So uh, it sounds, sounds like maybe, just maybe, we got some good news from the governor of Ohio for, for you today, maybe, yes? Yeah, with a lot of restrictions, but yeah, positive direction, let's put it that way. All right. Good deal. Six kids per classroom. That's what I'm reading right now. Oh, I thought I read. I thought I read nine. Why did I? Why did I? Why did I think is I saw nine? nine? Dude, I don't know. Every report is different, man. I don't know. Yeah. So um, hey, it's a positive direction. Your kid may be able to go to school here soon. Give you a break. So there you go. <laughs> right, man, I need him to go to school, and I need my wife to go back to an office in the worst way. And I need to go to a bar. Well, hey, man, we're going to be able to do that here at Noctera in just a few days, sir. I think we should do a live episode there, you know, at some point. Hear the birds chirping in the background and people yelling at us. Nerds! What are you talking about wrestling for? Nerds! Of course. It's the realness of our show. (laughs) Absolutely. (laughs) But what you won't see is me flipping them off as they're yelling shit to us. Exactly. Or me showing my ass. Whatever happens first. All right. I ask that you give us a follow on Twitter at 3MB Podcast. Give Adam a follow on Twitter at Adam Howell3MB. Uh, follow us on Instagram at 3MB Pod. And of course, give our friends a follow uh, on Twitter, the Ohio Wrestling Alliance at Ohio Wrestling A1. Our friends at Unsanctioned Pro at Unsanctioned Pro. And, of course, the best streaming service out there, IWTV Live, um, at Indie Wrestling. And, Adam, I don't know if you saw the news this morning, but they're adding freedoms to their to their repertoire, to their service, to their whatever that, we want to call that it. That is awesome. Um, for those who don't know, Freedoms is, I don't want to say exclusively a hardcore promotion, but they are definitely... Um, Hardcore, it's pretty, it's friendly. pretty damn, pretty damn close. <laughs> yep, and uh, get to get to you know we'll get to see a few legends. It sounds like it's just right now from the start. It's just stuff from 2019, which at least hey, that's current. Um, but Would you call you them this... more hardcore than GCW? Uh, I mean, if I, I had to compare, any, if anything I with uh, something. You know, when you read you know descriptions, of course, you know they're trying to translate them to English. You can't really translate them well, but you see a. Fluorescent tube, barbed wire board, friends bring the weapons, 3,000 light tube, fluorescent match. Um, yeah, I think that's probably a little more hardcore than ECW. I will – I meant GCW, sorry. I, I will tell you this. They do use knives in this promotion. Just a, just a disclaimer for you people watching at home. Yep, and uh, <laughs> so, again, depending on what events uh, get released – um, we'll get to see a friend of the show, Alex Cologne, on there. Um, that's the knife one. Yeah, that's the one. Yeah. Okay. Knife right. on and a board. Knives on a boards match. Well, good times. 
but definitely get to see uh, two hardcore legends over there in Japan and June Kasai oh. and uh, Masashi Takeda. Just, oh, God. You watch any of those right two dudes? Here. Yeah, those oh, two dudes, and they're just... They're psycho, and I love it. They're my heroes. Yeah, and June Kasai is like 40-something, and is still doing it and doing it well, so, so good for him. That man's back looks like uh, he spent six years on a tree cheese grater, man. It's, <laughs> oh, my God. It's beautiful. All right. So I think for this week's episode, Adam and I really don't have much to talk about, but we will just go over uh, quickly, um, hit on uh, Money in the Bank. And, of course, I didn't take notes, so I don't know which ones we got right, which ones we got wrong. WWE doesn't care, so why should we care? Uh, but actually, I think I we did fairly well on all the matches except for the Money in the Bank matches. Um, yeah, that sounds right. So, uh, <laughs> show opened up with the uh, Fatal Four Way for the uh, SmackDown Tag Team Championships, and uh, the New Day successfully retained by defeating the Forgotten Sons, the Miz and Morrison, Lucha House Party. And I know Adam went on the sides of Forgotten Sons, and I really thought that was a real strong possibility. But I know at the last second I said, no, I'm sticking with the New Day. And and thankfully I stuck with the New Day, and they won. Uh, next up, I don't think it was a match that was announced until the day before, so we didn't have it on our show. But in a whopping two-minute match, uh, Bobby Lashley defeats R-Truth. So, yeah, Terrible. I guess we go there. Terrible. And... For the SmackDown Women's Championships, uh, championship, not championships, because it's not a tag team match. Bailey successfully retained by defeating Tamina, and I gotta say, I appreciate Bailey just doing everything that she possibly could to just carry Tamina to a good match by Tamina standards. I mean, she literally had to work around the woman. Uh, really good match right up to the end. The ending was very, very clunky because just Tamina. Um, but otherwise, uh, right person retained, and you know we continue. We'll probably be able to continue to uh, progress to a Sasha Bailey match at some point down the line, whenever they decide to do it, or they don't decide to do it because who fucking knows. For the WWE Universal Championship, Braun Strowman successfully retained by defeating Bray Wyatt. I think both Adam and I had that. Um, Definitely laid the foundation for some Fiend action uh, post-match. So I don't know if we're going to get that at whatever, Payback, Backlash, whatever one is next. I'm sorry, that match was awful, though. Can you agree? That match was terrible. Again, I I think I've said on here on way too many episodes, I love Bray Wyatt, but boy, do they make it really hard to be a fan of him because they don't do anything to, to like, dude, dude seems to be a good damn worker. Dude's not a, yeah, he's not a bad wrestler at all. He's got a good moveset, especially with this character. It's just, Hmm. I don't know if it's the opponents they're giving him or what they want him to do in the script, but like, I'm sorry, it was terrible real bad (laughs) which has been part for the course since they brought bray back as the fiend so did you laugh at the sheet mask or was that just me being a dickhead laughing at that no man from the the ring with the mask like no i didn't laugh i just rolled my eyes and thought yep here we go yeah um but anyway um 
Next up for the WWE Championship, uh, Drew McIntyre retains by defeating Seth Rollins. And I I guess this will be damning praise. It was easily the best match on the show. But it wasn't Um, great, though. That's the sad part about it. There was nothing good, but definitely the best match on the show. I will give um, it this. It started off really slow, and like the last, but the last like seven to eight minutes were really good. So minus the first sixteen minutes, the last seven <laughs> were pretty good. <laughs> like that spot with the top rope German and stuff. Like that stuff was really good, but yep. it was so slow. That's Seth Rollins now too lately. He likes to put on snooze fesses. Minus his match with Kevin Steen and Kevin Owens at Mania. Besides that, he's been a bunch of sleepers too. So. That's my opinion on that. And then we went on to, I guess, what we're going to have to call the co-main events of the show. Uh, sure. Both matches went off at the same time, um, <laughs> which, which you know, we had talked about, you know, how they're going to work it out. And it was, of course, it was just, I don't know. To me, there, you know, there was, I'm, I'm going to give some praise to the beginning of it. I freaking loved the opening of the match, how they announced all of them and, and how all of them came out. Everyone's and, talking shit. <laughs> yeah, and, they're, and they were doing their things like, you know, that was at least entertaining. What did and, Corbin say? Oh, mm-hmm. here comes the king or whatever. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Uh, um, it was hard so, to take Aleister Black's entrance seriously, though. It's like, damn it, dude, you're supposed to be like a vampire. And you're walking in this gym, like, yeah. in your fucking ring jacket and shit. It's like, damn um, it. <laughs> but, um, so, um, you know, just to cut straight to the chase, Asuka won the women's Money in the Bank ladder match, which actually ended up being for the Raw Women's Championship, unannounced to everyone else. And Otis and the... I will give it credit. If you're going to have Otis win, it's the funniest way to make Otis win. And Otis ends up with the briefcase and now has the contract for a championship opportunity at, at his whim, Adam. So, Is he going to win? Is he going to walk a mania next year with a title in his hand is the question. By mania. Let's say, let's say by mania. Or is he going to lose... Lose like a heel, lose the briefcase. No, I think you know. I know. I I think, and 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 I and I have two thoughts here. Is that yes, he's actually going yeah. to put the briefcase up in a match and lose it in that match. Or, Mandy is going to be like, oh, Otis, I wish you know, man, I just I'm never getting a chance at the championship. No one's giving me a championship match, and then. He gives the briefcase to Dan or to what's her name? Mandy Rose. Mandy. And she ends up taking it and cashing in and he'll turn for Mandy complete right there. Um, but yeah, the, there, joke there's, briefcases, there, there's no way, shape or form that I see Otis successfully cashing this in. Has there ever been an actual like comedy world champion? Like comedy since maybe Mankind in 98, 99? No, not that I can think of, no. And what is Otis? He's a pure, like, he's pure comedy, essentially. So. Okay, but how soon do I don't see start... Vince wanting that as the main, as his main event. Yeah, no. Um, 
how soon do we start calling Tucker uh, Marty Janetti? Oh, man. Ouch. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Like, yeah, honestly. And Tucker's not a bad worker. <laughs> yeah. Let him be the corner man, I guess. Or does he Does he, he cost Otis the t- briefcase? There you go. Flip flop from the Rockers, make Marty be the bad guy in the situation? I don't know. We know Ooh, Vince hates tag team because, he, yeah, because Vince hates tag teams because he always finds one to be the star and one not to be, and it's pretty obvious he fancies Otis to be a star. So I don't know. That's a damn good question. Yeah, we'll hmm. see. Well, yeah, I agree. Um, I don't think I see Otis as well at any time soon. Yeah. I'm sure, we'll get some hate messages for that one, but I'm just saying, like, I don't think he's. Vince's type of world champion. I love him. He's great. He's funny. But it's just funny enough to make you world champion. Yeah, and then somehow lose I don't know, lose it immediately. I mean, I... Like, I don't know, man. Who fucking It's gonna be he wins it and loses it. Like, it's gonna be like Zack Ryder at Mania 32. He's gonna freaking win it. And that, like, you know, how Ryder won in the... He had that WrestleMania moment. And then he lost it 14 hours later. 14 hours later at Raw, <laughs> that could be Otis, where he wins it on a Sunday and loses it on a Monday. Just so he had, you have that feel-good moment, and then Vince is like, "Nope, fuck you guys," and he's gonna lose it. Yep. Uh, so have to certainly touch on the, some of the news uh, the following day. Um, you know, we talked about on the podcast how WWE had portrayed this as um, following Money in the Bank on Monday Night Raw. Becky's going to confront the winner. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it came out Monday afternoon that there was more to Becky's announcement than just confronting the the, the winner. Um that she was going to be taking time off and, and no one was saying for what. And so of course, you know, anytime there's a woman involved and, you know, they're taking time off or, you know, speculation is that she's pregnant, blah, blah, blah. And well, that turned out to be the case. Um, you know, so con- to congrats to, to Becky and, and Seth, or should I say congratulations to Rebecca and Colby? Um, uh, I, I, I forgot his name was Colby. Yeah. Um, so you know, good for them, and I and um, I'll go on record right now is that was the last we've seen of Becky Lynch entering. You know, we, we talked about yeah, like that. We've I'm talked sorry, about I loved our friend Justin's tweet about her. Did you read his tweet about her? That he said, "Mark my words, number thirty entered in the 2022 Royal Rumble with Becky Lynch, and <laughs> she's going to win it all." If she you comes back, done? yeah, man, like, dude, just like, it's she gonna just, be a limited schedule for sure if she does come back. She is overly charismatic. Let her be GM. Let her be GM. Yeah, but she can go do TV and movies, dude. Like, it's it's there for her. Like, yeah, she got high. I praise for that show Billions. I didn't watch it, but she did a really good job, apparently. 
yeah, I don't have Showtime either. So, but yeah. <laughs> like, I mean, she's, you know, let's let's go with the obvious. She's friggin' gorgeous, right? So, I mean, cut. You know, we'll just get that one off the table right now. But she's funny. She seems smart. She's can think on her feet. She's again, she's as charismatic as I'll get out. So I don't. Yeah, dude, she's done everything she needs to do in the wrestling business. If you think right. about it, like, yeah, I mean. Is she going to come back just to win the NXT title? Come back to win the tag team titles? No, fuck it. You you headlined and won the first all women's match at WrestleMania. Yeah, you know, or, or main, won a main World event. Rumble. Right. Like, sit, I mean, the, sure, you know, you can come back and you know claim titles, but you know WWE titles don't mean a fucking thing. Um, She's a Hall of Famer regardless if she comes yeah, back or not. Right. So, but. I mean, I you know I don't know what her plans are, but man, I I'd be really. I would say really let shocked. her be GM because you're not working every day as a GM. You're just working TV, you know. Like I would do that, but like you said, there's movies and TV and fucking podcasting. There's all kinds of shit. She can, yeah. I bet you she writes a book while her time's gone. You know, right. like. So, but here's the thing, though, Adam. Like, you don't need a GM anymore. Like, they haven't had a GM or authority figure on TV. In, in months and Since it, angle right right and has it has it affected the like in your well i know we're not really watching it all that often but has it hasn't affected the product in any way shape or form product's better without a stupid no, authority no figure. but here's here's what i was pitching to my you know our friend chris and some other people in a group text is becky lynch is the hottest thing they've had in years we can argue but it's probably true that she's the hottest thing that's happened in a while and you're taking that off TV, man, like your viewers are going to take a huge. So Vince is going to try to find a way to keep her back on TV. Right. That's at least until the baby comes or close to the baby comes. Mm-hmm. You know, like the freaking Maria Canales worked till she was eight months pregnant. Like, I'm not saying Becky's going to do that, but Becky might be coming out to be an authority figure for the women's for a little bit. You never know. I'm just saying just to keep the ratings up. Cause I mean, from what they were, but no Becky Lynch for how many years are for good. Your ratings are going to take a huge dip. Well, well, they already are. Nothing. I'm going to say not for nothing. They already are. And it's just going to make just, it way worse. I'm going to say I can't to see can't to see how bad they get. And, and uh, so I love the fact that you know they they are you know are acknowledging without acknowledging that the ratings are going down by doing another superstar crossover. And the person that they think is going to fucking draw ratings is Baron fucking Corbin. Right. Like, yeah, smart you dumbasses. Here's what I would do if I was to book the women's division now. Like, you put all your money into Ray Ripley, dude. Like, you got to. Put all your money into Ripley. Let her be Asuka. Let her be the new star on on Raw. I'm sorry. Who else can do it? Charlotte's on fucking NXT. Like, it's got to be Ripley now, you know? So... They view Charlotte as a star. She'll she'll be on Raw, NXT, and SmackDown every fucking week going forward. Until they're <laughs> until they're on the road again, get ready to see a lot of Charlotte. But do you don't think it should be Ripley? Like who else in the women can do that and get that kind of popularity? It's probably Ripley. Like she's very popular, especially like over in the UK and stuff. It's huge, and you want to keep your markets growing. That's who you make your next champion. I'm sorry, it shouldn't have been. It shouldn't have been Oscar. I get why, because she won the money in the bank, and you got you got flip a switch real quick. I get that, but long term, your answer is not Oscar. Sorry, like no. 
Okay. So speaking of another Hall of Famer, Asuka is a Hall of Famer. Just, just you know, WWE she Hall is, of Famer. Yes, she is. But is she the answer, just, right? Like, is she your long-term answer if you're promoting that show? Um, <laughs> she's a very good wrestler. Trust me, she's very good. I just don't think she's the long-term answer right now. Yeah, she's I get for get, right now. I get yeah, right She's now, not going to get you any casuals. Yeah, good. I mean, yeah, you're right there. For six months from now, though, when I'm planning the next Mania and whatever else is coming up, like, that's hard to plan around, you know? Yes, mm. her undefeated streak was fantastic, but it's been there and you had her lose to fucking Charlotte. And let's be real, her star power has not been the same since she lost her match with Charlotte at Mania three years ago. We can all debate it all we want, but it's true. Look at the merch needle. That thing moves left or right. You know, so she's popular. Yes, she's a very good wrestler. Yes, but she's not long term. Unfortunately, we're probably stuck with Charlotte for that. Yep. For God knows how long. <laughs> well, you, you could be right. Becky Lynch may never come back. I can see that. As a parent, you're a parent. Like, it's hard to go back to like, especially that can compare to that kind of schedule. You and I work eight hour days, man. Like ten hour days. Like shit. You're talking about WWE job. You're on the road for how many days a year wrestling? How many nights of the week over and over and over again? No parent's going to want that, you know, especially a woman. Like, I mean, we saw how like Maurice came back for what? Three, four months. And that was it. Michelle McCool never came back. Right. So she gave up for about the same way Becky did. Yep. So I, I'm just, I, I, I'm going to go on record and say, that's it. We, we, uh, I, I love Becky Lynch. Becky Becky Lynch was to to date, uh, other than Heidi Katrina. But Becky Lynch is the only woman's wrestler whose shirt I have purchased because I love Becky Lynch that much. And that, do you and think Seth takes a step back a little bit, not full time off? Do you think he works a limited schedule? No, but I I think come around whenever the baby's born. They're yeah, write him off TV for a while. Yeah, yeah give, give him a month off or give him a few weeks off. But Seth being such a company man, he may not even fucking take that. But I, I would People hope. People are going to like Seth Rollins here pretty soon. When he becomes a dad, man, you're not going to have the Messiah anymore, Seth Rollins. You're going to have a baby face on your hands. Right, so. which was like, um, you know, the, you know, uh, while the announcement was going on, you know, the, you know, the wife remarked, well, where's Seth? And I'm like, he can't come out. Seth comes out to acknowledge that you're you're just ruined. You ruined the Messiah. Th- right, three months worth of a build, four months worth of a build. So, um, what did he do that night? He ripped Mysterio's eye out. That's what he did that night. Yeah. So I, <laughs> I, as I tell Adam, you know, it, it's it's on his background noise, but I can't tell you what's going on for most part of the show. Um, but you know, the wife pointed out she's like, just look at Seth, and he was just in his match. He just stood there in the corner. Just staring, didn't move, you know, hair wasn't slicked down. <laughs> so it's just like, yeah. dude has really lost it that he lost the title. And then, um, of course, WWE logic, he doesn't move or, you know, yanks a ray out of the ring, I guess, in, in which would happen in any match. But yet that was a disqualification and then proceeds to attack Ray and, you know, rip his eye out. And if reports are to be believed, Ray is wanting to be done. And so maybe that's how they write Ray off. Who knows? Um, but yeah, that was, I mean, that was that. Um, I, 
you know, once again, you know, nothing to write home about um, from um, from a uh, from a WWE pay per view. Um, just, I mean, nothing to write home about from the Raw after. Like, there was just nothing that just like you like you wonder why ratings are going in the tank. They have nothing that makes you go, ooh, 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 I've got to see that. So just bad. Um, and then of course last night, um, more build for the AEW Double or Nothing show coming up at the end of the month. Uh, loads of things getting finalized. Kara uh, Shida is going to take on Nyla Rose. Britt Baker is going to take on Chris Statlander. Um, Speaking of sorry to cut you off. Did you see mm-hmm. the botch of her and um, damn it, dude? We, we talked about that before, man. When they put, like each of the women in AEW is good enough to be on TV, but when you put yeah. them in a match where it's three of them, four of them, they just miss spots. And yeah, like the but what's her name? Dropped her on her. God, what is her? I'm sorry about her name, but she dropped her on her head with that. Backwards, yeah, the, the poison, like, yeah, poison Rana from, uh, yeah, poison Rana from, um, from Penelope Ford. That's yeah, just, yeah, yeah, just scary, Looked but awful, yeah, yeah. But Stantlander just, you know, gave kind of the thumbs up to Aubrey Edwards and rolled out of the ring and, and was still good, but yeah, definitely, definitely just not a good look and then there's there's parts where you can just tell the you know one girl's waiting on the other girl to get in the spot and the Britt baker spot was kind of bad <laughs> yeah like you know Britt baker has been improving and you know we you know we've bashed Britt baker before but like she you know she has gotten better but just it's it's the the women's multi-women matches just are always clunky and just never 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 good um and again and it's not like hikaru shida is good chris statlander is good penelope Ford on her own is is good Britt baker is getting there so like it, it on, on paper you look at it and you're like okay wow this looks really fun and really entertaining and then the match happens and you're just like oof that was not good um I'm going to get Moxley versus Brody Lee for the AEW world title, which was already kind of in place. MJF taking on Jungle Boy, Cody versus Lance Archer. Um, those were already known, but uh, one that with was made Mike last... With Mike Tyson! With Mike Tyson presenting the championship belt to <laughs> yes. the winner. Um, and then what I'm, I'm curious to see what this will be, but there will be a stadium stampede match, which we <laughs> don't know what it is. That's awesome. It's going to be a cluster of fucking brilliance is what it's going to be, man. Who cares? Let them, let them beat the shit out of each other. So, like, I, I guess this will be, like, the first time in months that we'll actually see Adam Page and the Young Bucks on TV. Well, I said mm-hmm. at this point on a pay-per-view. Um, is it going to be in the Jacksonville Stadium? Have they said where it's going to be? It's yeah, be the Jaguars, yeah right? Jericho said it was going to be in. in I don't know if he said. Stadium. Yeah, I don't know if he said Altel, but you know, I, yeah. I, I'm sure, I'm sure 
they'll make when sure they get the boss corp- is the owner of the stadium like, yeah okay. i'm sure they're gonna make sure they get that proper plug in um for that but um I, I, and I, and oh yeah and then of course i the the casino ladder match which sounds like a royal rumble but in the ladder match but it can end at any time so that that that'll be curious to see like you know does darby allen or somebody else you know get the chip before like contestant number seven gets to the ring I mean, no, they won't because probably, probably not. But like, I, mean, I mean, no, they won't. But it's a it's a fun. Here's the real question: Does Darby Allen coffin drop off a ladder, and does he land it? Mm, I don't know, but based on who's in the match, I I now want to see Darby Allen versus Ray Phoenix. Um, Did you see that kick that he kicked? Oh my goodness! Like, dude, it, it was fucking Liu Kang from Mortal Kombat, dude. It was awesome. How did he do that? Is my question. Because he's the Ray, fe- like, he's Ray Phoenix, dude, and he's that fucking good. Dude, I think Darby Allen's gonna win that match, though. From that lineup, Darby Allen's gonna win that match. Yeah. So who's sorry, the match? Colt Cabana? Yeah, sorry. we know that you know Darby, Colt Cabana, Orange Cassidy, Ray Phoenix, Scorpio Sky, and then an unknown participant. Um, I'm guessing Ward, though. That's my that's my money. <sighs> You, man, or my dude Luchasaurus. That's my dude. So I don't know, man. Is there somebody that we know that they've signed that you know, nobody can debut yet? It's got to be June or July before anybody can debut, right? From mm-hmm. from some of the guys who got let go. Has anybody um, been injured and they're coming back? No. Besides the Wii no, no. Yeah. yeah oh, what about ooh, what about Pac? That Pac, would be interesting. Pac, whatever, and then whatever we get, yeah, and then we get Pack versus Moxley at some point. I don't, know, I, I don't know. I could do that, but yeah, no, I, I think I'm with you. You know, based on what we know so far, I, I, I think I would be shocked if it wasn't Darby Allen. Um, mm-hmm. But you know, yeah, it all depends on who the. I will you know, say it's Darby Allen or whoever that mystery man is. We'll talk about it more when the closer big review comes. But. Well, if they tell us, you know, next week for you know, <laughs> before we have to. Are make you our dropping fifty bucks to order it? Is the question. Man, like I just like, I don't know, dude. Like I'm just looking at that lineup, and it's like, yeah, there's some fun stuff on there, but is there anything that I have to see? Do I have to see? Moxley versus Brody Lee. No. Do I have to see Cody versus Lance Archer? No. <laughs> uh, if if the Elite versus Inner Circle was a War Game style match, then I think I would probably be. Yep, I'm getting it. But just based off what we've seen so far, um. Uh, I, uh, um, watching it live may not be something I do. I don't know. I'm just, I'm just, you yeah. know, they, they obviously have, you know, I guess do they have two go home shows before that. So, um, got two more shows to make me change my mind and, and say, yeah, I want to see this. Uh, but as for right now, I'm just like, yeah, yeah no, I'm not, uh, not feeling like throwing down 45 55 60 bucks to watch this no yeah not 
No, I don't know yet. We'll see. Funds are limited, so we'll see. <laughs> yeah, like, that, that, that's that's even more of a thing. Is like, you know, man, why do I? Like, man, there's just <laughs> discovered during this, you know, whole stay-at-home type of thing that it's much more fun saving money than it is spending money. Mm-hmm. But, um, I don't know, many. I guess I'll talk about this. Um. Not that it's, and I don't think it'll shock anybody on this show, but Alberto Del Rio is a piece of shit. Big um, time. Can that be the name of the episode? <laughs> or, or Apple flag us for saying shit on our tagline? Yeah, <laughs> I don't know if I can quite do that, but maybe I could do ADR is Mierdo, you know, the Spanish yeah, word yeah. for shit, maybe. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. So... Um, came out uh, earlier this week that um, Alberto de Rio, who was removed, knocked around Paige just a bit. Um, apparently knocked around his current oh, my God. girlfriend and then more. Can so, I say the more part to make him more of a piece of shit? Oh, he no, threatened I'm... to throw the girl's child in the middle of the fucking highway. Oh, no, that that's that. To me, that's not even the, the most the most horrible part about the whole thing. He shoved a sock into her mouth so no one could hear her scream and keep her quiet and then proceeded to rape her with, by his own penis and other things. So yeah, dude's a piece of shit. That dude's going to jail for probably life here pretty soon. The mm-hmm. evidence seems very clear. And, and the woman, around was uh, apparently quite adamant that she <laughs> was not a willing participant in any of these actions. Uh, she definitely had multiple bruises and, and scratches and scrapes and cuts and all that you would expect to be from someone trying to defend themselves. So once again, you have six foot four, 240 pound Jose Rodriguez Chohan beating up a five, 532 pound woman. So, just a piece of shit in case anyone doubted it. Go to hell, dude. You know, it's a yeah, place there for you. That's all I can say. Yeah. So, I mean, hopefully this all fucking pans out and San Antonio fucking police do the right thing or jury or whoever does the right thing and just you know, put him away. He's a piece of shit. If you're a man who hits a woman, fuck you. If you're a man who fucking hits a woman, fucking ties her up, and then rapes her. You're even a bigger piece of shit. Fuck you. So Alberto Del Rio joins the fuck you club. Not that he was already not there, but just... Again, what a fucking piece of shit. Yep. And on that note, let me try to find something positive to uh, end our show on, and I think we'll do just one of these. And we haven't done it in a while. But Adam, tell me about the Young Bucks. Ooh. Am I a fan? Of course. My favorite tag team probably ever right now, honestly. Um, I forget the order. It's been forever. It's favorite move, correct? Yep, favorite move. I mean, it's, it's got to be the Meltzer driver or the Indy taker. 
Um, all really, really, really good. Um, favorite, favorite, what's next? I'm sorry. Favorite oh, match. God damn it. Favorite match. Favorite match. Oh, man. Ooh. Honestly, it's going to be lately. I love the ladder match with the Lucha Bros at, um, what was that, Revolution? Or was that the one before that? At Full Gear. Full Gear. I'm yeah, sorry. I think it was Full Gear, yeah. Yeah. And the one with Kenny and Paige was really good at Revolution. Um, have I seen them live, right? Or probably? Uh, well, favorite, favorite feud? Favorite feud. Hmm, that's a hard one. Um, oh, God. I don't know. That's a man. They feuded with, they've been around forever. Um, anyone they feuded with as a book. Club New Japan, <laughs> really, or they had really good matches with the Kingdom in Ring of Honor, and uh, really good matches with the Kingdom, actually. Yeah, probably one of those. Um, favorite, favorite promo? When they kicked, oh yeah, when they kicked AJ Styles out of Bullet Club, that was really good. Um, dream match? Dream match. Hmm. Like, how do you do that with the tag team? You wrestled almost everybody. <laughs> I'm gonna stick, I'm gonna go back in time and say the Rockers. Oh man, we're we're getting my dream match here in a few months, dude. With the revival, the, revolt, the revolt. Yes. Is that gonna be good? Do you think it's gonna be good? Yeah, yeah. I I am. That's one of those ones where I'm just I'm trying not to get myself too excited by it but yeah that's gonna be good i have no doubt that's gonna be good yeah that's uh, gonna be i think it's gonna be fantastic and if i seen them live yes um i've seen them the ring of honor came to town right before they really left ring of honor actually it was really close when they left uh it was lemon cody versus the kingdom and the main event at survival of the fittest 2018 17? Were uh, you there? Yeah, nope. I was 18? there. Yep. Yeah. Um, I was there at that one, and and before the match was talking to Taven, and <laughs> I I don't know. I I've, I've said it before. Like I have an irrational love for Matt Taven, so I it was me and probably a few other people there uh, that just were really rooting for the Kingdom to win that six man. And uh, they almost did. They almost did. No, the kingdom won the six man championships that match. Yeah, that was, I forgot they did. That I, was the that was got Brandy interfered and they lost. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that was the beginning remember. of the end for all those guys in Ring of Honor. I mean, they were only around another month. And and, and give me an already unpopular... come out at the end and say I'm not going anywhere. <laughs> yep. All right, give me an unpopular opinion. Not good on the mic. So I'm gonna say they're amazing wrestlers. They're just not that good on the mic. They don't have to be. They just kick people's heads off. They don't have to be that good in the mic. I mean, they're fine. They're just not that great at the mic skills. I mean, what would your unpopular opinion be on that? Um, I, I, I got to figure out how to work this. Um, because they're, they're not cowards, but they're afraid of criticism. Ooh. So okay. I... I I don't know how you. I mean, I guess that. I guess that's. I guess that's how you say it. Yeah. So I, I. To me, I think they're afraid of criticism. You know, for mm-hmm. for how many years now have those guys just 
had their balls licked by all these wrestling fans saying, oh, my God, you guys are the greatest. You guys are this. You guys are that. You guys are this. You guys are that. And the first time that they don't get praised to no end and actually get some heat, they just both are like, fuck it. I'm off Twitter. I'm off Instagram. And like they just ran away from like. Like, yeah, you don't. I, I get the other part, like, but part of me understands that. Like, you don't, yeah, don't fucking engage the trolls, man. Don't, like, just don't do it. Mm-hmm. Like, just stay off Twitter if you're a wrestler. Like, I thought, like, you know, we said it before. If you're a wrestler, tweet out your shows that you're going to be at. Tweet out your PWT link. Tweet out your Cameo link. You know, just to, right before we recorded the show, our buddy Dan Housen doing his, hey, I'll record, you know, whatever send $15 and I'll record whatever you want me to record. And he'll do that tonight. Like that's how you use Twitter. Don't fucking engage with the fans. And if you see fans being shitty, we need to hit that guy up for this show. Yeah. And Cobain still Cobain is doing every fucking show. And we need to talk to him. Um, I've tried, man. I, I have tried. Love <laughs> you, Cobain. Just answer my damn DM. Damn it. Um, but yeah, like, I mean, I just, I, I don't know. It, it felt very weird that like guys who were so active in social media and, you know, took what Zack Ryder did and made it bigger, just seemed to immediately turn tail and run when they got a, a little bit of pushback. Like, and it wasn't even a pushback about them. It was pushback about the product. Mm-hmm. But, but whatever. You know, so I mean that, that's my only negative about them is they they seem to just I don't know felt like they just yeah I don't turn tail. Can I give right. you on before we wrap up here? Um yeah sure uh right. one just one thing before you give me mine um because we're, we're not going to record you know uh, before this date but um next Wednesday when we're watching AEW and NXT just think about Randy Savage passed away nine years ago on may 20th so just savages in my thoughts that day so anyway yeah sure. go ahead and give me one adam that's fine fire away because because i'm a good friend and i love you i, I gave it to, i'll give you tell me about the miracle violence connection Ooh. am i a fan yes i i i love terry gordy i love steve williams whether they're singles or in the free birds and you know, I've talked about it before that I think Dr. That Steve Williams and Ted DiBiase, when they were in Mid South, just like I it, like that was a team that I wish more people got to see, and I wish more people got to see Miracle Violence Connection when they were good, when they were, you know, when they came to WCW, it was kind of you know, um, I don't want to say worn down, but you know, just all that. Uh, all those vicious matches that they had been doing over in all Japan just um, was that before Gordy's episode on the plane, or was this ab- before after that? Uh, I want to say it was after that because he definitely it changed his whole his whole style changed after that. Yeah, he had, he had obviously slowed down a lot. Um. um so, yeah, it just it, it's 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 a shame that no one really got to see them um, when when 
they were at their peak. Um, and, you know, admittedly, I even I didn't get to see them about their peak. You know, I got to read about them in, you know, the quote unquote after mags. And then, you know, once the Internet became a thing, you know, got to see some old grainy footage and uh, of, of stuff that they had done in all Japan and just oh, just outstanding. Um, man, yeah, just love those guys. Um Man, favorite move? I don't know if <laughs> favorite move. Um, God, they were just. Uh, I mean, <laughs> they just beat the piss out of people, so I don't really even think they had very many move sets. Um, goodness, man, am I going to be able to think of them? Like, I don't know. I may have to come back to that one. Uh, what, well, you know, I just had it up for you, and now you took it away from me. Um, favorite match i'm um just because of who they beat uh i'm gonna say it's when they beat masawa and kawada for the titles to win them um the all japan titles for the last time uh, uh which was also probably my favorite feud um i mean they just they had so many good ones but um I mean, Masao and Kawada always seem just to be two guys that they just clashed with. And so, yeah. I really um, liked the match with the Steiners at Clash of Champions. That was really good, too. From what, you know, I just, I very, I saw very limited stuff. So, the match with uh, the Steiners was actually really good. Favorite promo, really can't answer because never really got to see any of them. Um,. Uh, and, I'm, and I'm quickly checking here just to make sure this match never happened. And if it did, I need to track it down. Um, but if you're going to give me a dream match, it's going to be um, them versus the Road Warriors. Um, no questions asked. Um, I mean, can you ask for two more hard-hitting tag teams than that? And like I say, of course, I'm you know. Trying to, to find it. Yeah, I'm just making sure I'm not, you know, talking out of my ass. But, you know, unfortunately for a lot of people, they just fucking remember Steve Williams as the guy who got knocked the fuck out in um, Brawl for All. Stupid Brawl for All tournament, yeah. Um, hmm. I don't know. It's, God, now that I'm going through cage match here, Steve Williams, when he was in the varsity club, was also awesome then, too, as well. Um, Seen live, I've seen both of them uh, not together as Miracle Violence Connection, but I had seen Dr. Death in Mid-South several times, and when the Freebirds rolled through once, I saw them. Um, unpopular opinion. Boy. I, man, I don't know. I, I there, There's nothing you can say that would... Like, I don't have anything negative to say about them. They were just fucking awesome. Um, I mean, I don't know. Maybe if... I don't know. Yeah, man. No, I got nothing, man. I, I can't think of anything. Because I'm not going to say that they weren't as good as people say they are. Because they were. They were fucking awesome. Um, God, just like... Just so much Steve Williams from all Japan that people just never get a chance to see. 
Um, hmm. I don't know, man. Just, just damn depressing. So what we're saying is, check them out on YouTube if you don't haven't heard of them before. Check them out. You won't regret it. Yeah, uh, I, I don't know how much you know. All Japan is yanked off of uh, of YouTube, but yeah, man. Check YouTube. Check Daily Motion. Check any fucking thing you can, and just, just man, do. Do Miracle Violence Connection versus Holy Demon Army or versus uh, Masao and Kawada. Um, I just, some of those matches are just, again, just ridiculously good. Um, and like I say, I'm sure they fought the Road Warriors, but if they didn't, that would be a dream match. I mean, right yeah. off the bat on YouTube, you got Legendary Tag Team, you got Miracle Violence Connection versus Spivey and Hansen, you got <laughs> Steiners versus Terry Gordy. And Steve Williams, you got Mazawa and Kawada versus Gordian Williams. You yeah. got Rick Rude, Gordian Williams versus Masawa, Kawada, and Kikuchi. Like, there's a lot of good shit all right there on YouTube. Man, so yeah, we need to put a pin on that Rick Rude thing because I need, I need to talk about that guy some more. Just um, fuck it, whatever. Um, was just checking out some shit and I was just. You know, I, I don't know. Dark Side of the Ring, had, you know, led me down some stuff, which Dark Side of the Ring, Road Warriors. I can't wait to track that down and watch that. It's very good. Yeah, sweet. Um, they got to do a Rick Crude episode, man. I, I don't know if they can or will, but just like Rick Rude's last match, he won the WCW or NWA World Intercontinental International, whatever title. Um, where Sting fucking ended his career, but just like, like goddamn, I totally forgot that his last match was for a world championship, and not only that, he won it. Did you ever bro- see the spot on on a broken freaking neck? It. Um, yeah. yeah, it just it like that's and and of course that's the weird part about it is it it like you you see the spot and and you go ooh that looked weird, but then he gets up and starts wrestling again, and you're like oh okay, but boy did that look yeah. weird, and then. Of course, you know, hindsight after the match is over, you found out, like, dude did huge amount of damage to his vertebrae or C3, C4. Um, and you're just like, fuck, man. Like, that the was a man's also a genius, dude, for the fact of he put an insurance, pos- insurance policy out on his body from Lloyd's of London. So when Rick Rude injured himself and retired, he got a couple mil from Lloyd's of London yep. to retire on. So good for him. Smart man. Um, kind of a downer note, but also a good note because he was a smart man and, and is a Hall of Famer. Don't care what anyone says. And the only man to appear on two shows at once. Yeah, we talked about that when we um, when I when I <laughs> when I, when I, when I told you to talk, tell me about Rick Rude. Um, I want to thank everyone for listening this week. Uh, back at it next week. Uh, talk probably more AEW. Maybe another surprise or two. Uh, ask to give us a follow on Twitter at 3MB Podcast. Give Adam a follow on Twitter at Adam Howell3MB. Follow us on Instagram at 3MB Pod. You can check out our friends, Ohio Wrestling A1 at Unsanctioned Pro at Indie Wrestling, all on Twitter. And probably, I believe that's all what they are on Instagram as well. And as always, trust in Phil.